Welcome back to another episode of Young Adult Path to Progress. In the last year since I launched Young Adult, one of the things that I have started doing is listening to other podcasts. Before I launched Young Adult, I was nervous about listening to other podcasts because I really wanted my personality to come out on my podcast and I was nervous that listening to someone else's would make me step into a character that is not authentically me. As the year has gone on, I've gotten into listening to other podcasts myself, and one of those podcasts is The Skinny Confidential. When I first moved to Austin, I was listening to an episode of The Skinny Confidential, and I was inspired by it in a way that I hadn't been inspired by a podcast episode maybe ever. It was an interview that Lauren Bostick and Michael did with David Meltzer and I was just it was 4th of July and I was just so excited about it I listened back to it probably three times I posted about it on my Instagram and David actually responded to me and agreed to come on to an episode of Young Adult so that anybody who listens to my podcast can also hear his mission and the advice that he has for young adults who are trying to build their own path David Meltzer is the co-founder of Sports One Marketing and formerly served as the CEO of the renowned Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Agency. David has been recognized by Variety Magazine as their Sports Humanitarian of the Year and awarded the Ellis Island Medal of Honor. He is also the executive producer of the Bloomberg and Amazon Prime Television series Two Minute Drill and Office Hours. His life mission is to empower over 1 billion people to be happy. This simple yet powerful mission has led him on an incredible journey to provide one thing, value. In all his content and communication, that's exactly what you'll receive. As part of that mission, for the past 20 years, he's been providing free weekly trainings to empower others to empower others to be happy. Hi, David. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. This would get my lighting a little bit better. There we go. There we go. Oh, there you go. That's great. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for doing this. I was saying to Blaine how easy of a process this has been. And I, um, when I shared that episode that I was listening to of the Skinny Confidential, I had no idea that something like this could have come out of it. And I must say, you talked about it in the episode, how open you are and, you know, how your, your goal is to empower 1 billion people to be happy. And just from my experience, you're not just talking the talk, you're walking the walk. And it's very cool to see. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we appreciate it. And I'm here to be of service. So let's get started. Yeah. So um, one of the things that first drew me in when I was listening to the episode is your career path has been anything but linear. It's been kind of all over the place. And to give you a little bit of background about what my podcast is about, it's called Young Adult Path to Progress. And I interview a bunch of people normally in like the young adult age range about how their path is going, because my path has also been kind of a little bit all over the place. And I don't want people to feel so alone in that. I think that it's really important for people to recognize that it's so normal Um, 
So I wanted to hear about you in your book, Connected to Goodness, you talk about how adjustment is super important. So can you tell me a little bit about why you found adjustment is so important and how people can be more open to that? Yeah, I think it stems from that you can't find outside of you what you can't find inside of you. You know, everyone's looking for the perfect avatar outside and the really the work needs to be done on who your avatar is inside and the love that you have for that avatar. And what I mean by that in the context of your career, for example, is to progress, is to develop skills, to enhance your knowledge of not only what, but who you know, and then also increase your desire, the desire that you must be what you can be in order to enjoy the consistent every day, persistent without quit pursuit of your own potential. And when you realize that if I'm looking within to improve upon my mindset, my heart set, and these skills, knowledge, desire, and capabilities that I have, that I'll have multiple opportunities, multiple options that I can assess and get that alignment, take action, and prepare for adjustment. So the people like you and I that don't run linear lives we actually don't do that because we have more opportunity and more op options to do different things because we have developed skills, knowledge, desires, and capabilities that have enhanced our ability to have these options and opportunities. So when you look and you reverse engineer or connect the dots backwards in your career or you know, not being a young adult anymore in my career, it doesn't make any logical sense. So when people mm -hmm. ask me, well, Dave, how, how I want to be just like you. I want to be able to make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. I want to have TV shows and podcasts and speak around the world and write books and do all these cool things. How do I do it? If I went through my journey, you would be like, what are you insane? You know, especially when I told them, well, first, you know, you got to lose a hundred million dollars and go bankrupt. They're like, whoa, whoa, what, what do you mean? Well, that's how I got there, right? I, yeah. I, I learned these lessons and always have seen, you know, pain as not punishment, but pain propels me to something better, a better situation because I seek the light, the love and the lessons through gratitude, forgiveness and accountability. So I live this inspired life with infinity and limitlessness in mind. So although most normal people that grow up with families, doctor, lawyer, failure, freak out when they see our career path, I actually get inspired and say, this is just a testament to the skills, knowledge, and desire that I'm developing, that I have so many opportunities and, op and options in my life that I don't have to live a linear life. Yeah, I think that it's super important to recognize too the way that the skills that you're building in one job are transferable to other jobs. And you saw that at the beginning of your career, you studied law, and then you graduated. Everyone thought you were crazy because you didn't go into law. You went into tech, <laughs> including my mom. Sales, my mom right. actually said that the internet was a fad and yeah. I was going to lose everything. Oh, and look at what she's saying now. Yeah, it's she's not probably a fad. Very proud of you. <laughs> I yeah. hope so. So I think that it's super important for everyone to know how important or how easy it is to transfer skills that you're building in different jobs. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you've been confident in the decision making, even after losing? One million, it was it a hundred million dollars? You said over over a hundred million dollars, over a yeah. hundred million dollars. So, when you go bankrupt, how do you still stay confident in your decision making? So, you know, I wrote a book on this called Game Time Decision Making. And for me, there's five daily practices uh, that are aligned with my values, right? I live by gratitude, which is 
the powerful perspective builder of finding light, love, and lessons. I live with forgiveness, which brings peace or clears the interference between me and what I already am. That confident being, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am happy, I am worthy. What am I doing to interfere with it? Um, and then accountability gives me control. See, most people don't understand that. They live in liability, blame, shame, and justification. Mm -hmm. I, when I lost everything, I was accountable. What did I do to attract mm -hmm. this to my life? And what am I supposed to learn from it? And that allows me to be in spirit, inspired, live in a world of more than enough of everything. And the way that I do that is I have five daily practices. And as you listen to, uh, you know, the uh, skinny confidential. I give these, my books, I give away for free. Mm -hmm. I give away these five daily practices. You just email me david at dmelcher.com. I, I will walk the walk. I will sign it, send it to you, pay for shipping, ebook, audiobook. I don't care. It's but true. You, you did it for me. <laughs> yeah. You got to know your what, what do you want? Not what your parents want, not what's missing, not what you don't want. 99% of the people on earth they only focus in on what their parents want for them, what other people want, what's missing, what they don't have or want. And then they end up with that. And they wonder why they never get what they want. Because every day you need to take inventory of what you want, then who can you help with it? And who can help you get it? How can you get it done? And I use lenses of productivity, of providing value, accessibility of being accessible to people like you. Uh, and as well as accessing what I want, receiving, mm -hmm. and then of course, gratitude, that powerful tool of finding the light, the love and the lessons. Then once you know your what, your who, and your how, you can determine your now. See, most people procrastinate because they've never determined their now. They can't make a decision. Most people, the problem they have in decision-making is they don't make a decision. See, when you know your what, your who, and your how, now you can prioritize by what's important, knowing what important is facilitated by the what, the who, and the how. So now you get stuff done because 100% of the things, Ali, you get done, right? Get done. 100% mm -hmm. of the things you do now get done. The difference between passionate, purposeful, and profitable people is they get stuff done. Then once you know your what, your who, your how, and apply that now, determine your priorities, you can now apply the why. In other words, be passionate and purposeful. It'll expand and grow. You're inspired when you're applying your why to what you want, who you can help and who can help you, how you're going to get it done and what you're doing prioritizing now in the decision-making process. It allows you to apply the why to feel good, to feel that desire that you must be what you can be. Or in other words, as I love to say, to enjoy the consistent everyday, persistent without quit pursuit of your potential. When you're applying your why, you can do that. If you don't apply your why, you're going to be in a stagnant, stuck. I tell everyone, you live your life like a tube, paycheck to paycheck, mm -hmm. putting food in, letting food go out. You're just a tube. Don't Terrifying. be a tube. Don't be a tube. Yeah. I think that one of the things too, is that people get so stuck in actually putting down the groundwork for something because they're so scared. They get so caught in the fear. And you talk about how worrying is kind of like wishing for negative things. Wishing for what you don't want. I know that you're big on manifestation. So can you talk a little bit about how you feel worrying is wishing for what you don't want and how you really, you really do control what the outcome of your life is by what you're putting into the universe. The minute you worry, you're putting out into the universe what you don't want. 
Uh, you know, so I'll give you a classic example. When I was a young entrepreneur, um, I went to law school and I remember very clearly, you'd only get one test. There was no midterms, you know, very high stress situation. You're paying a lot of money to go to law school. You get one blue book, there was no laptops. You would write for four hours in a blue book, your answers. And I would sit there in studying and say, oh, I hope the rules of perpetuity isn't on this exam. I hope, I hope the world, oh, please don't, please don't, right? And we're, and guess what the first question is? It's always on the exam. Of course. <laughs> and I started realizing, why do I create interference between me and what I already am? I could have taken all that energy and taken action. And actually studied study, it. To study for the rules of perpetuity instead of worrying, which drains me of energy. See, taking action builds energy. You know, people try to out logic the way they feel. Logic will never overcome the way you feel. You can sit there all day long and say, let it go. When you're mad at your sibling or your friends, and maybe they've had attacking thoughts or treated you unfairly, um, you can sit there all day and say, let it go, let it go. It never goes, right? Yeah. Don't worry. Don't, you can say all you want, but when you take action, positive action, doing good deeds, providing value, being productive, accessible, and gracious. Like, instead of worrying about the rules of perpetuity, actually learning. Uh, this is action, changes the way you feel. And the reason it changes the way you feel is because it's clear the ego-based interference of worry, anxiety, stress, anger, frustration, separateness, inferiority, superiority, resentment, offense, that actually stop you from getting what you want and brings on what you don't want. So I encourage everyone to take the appropriate action towards your higher self, your higher thinking, because remember, the speed of thought moves faster than the speed of light. You can blend and bend time with your positive thoughts, unlike anything else. The speed of light moves at 186,000 miles per second. The way you think moves faster than that. So physically, metaphysically, quantum physically, you can move from past, present, and future. You can change the way you feel through the way we think. Our mindset changes the way our heart set is, actually changes the conscious way that we live our lives. So it blends and bends with the man-made construct of time. I know that's way out there for some of you young people, but try to intertwine your understanding of any portion of that or any portion of time with your activities that you get during the 24 hours that you get every day, and you'll be more productive, accessible, and gracious. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited to have you on here is because I feel like, I mean, you've obviously learned so many lessons that a lot of us young people can take and apply to our own lives so we don't have to go through some of those trials and errors. One of the things that you're really great at is being disciplined so that you can use those 24 hours a day to the best you can, to the, your best ability. So for one instance, each interview you do is 20 minutes. You wake yeah. up every day at 4 a.m. How did you find the discipline to do that stuff? Well, first of all, I was born with a quantum nature to be obsessive compulsive. And 
you know, one of the dangers of that is that if we don't put our attention and intention into the coincidences that are positive in our lives, that the obsessive compulsive behavior can aggregate negative things in our lives. And I did that with drugs and alcohol. I did that with uh, surrounding myself with things I don't need to impress people I don't like, to be a pleaser, you know, all the things that many young people probably are learning right now. And I want to save you the dummy tax. So I started to use the superpower of obsessive compulsive behavior to put my attention focus in on and my intention, what I think, say, do, and believe on what I wanted, the coincidences I wanted through these five daily practices. But I also, time being a variable, a dependent variable that I study, I realized that if I did something every day, that I got an exponential result. So if I, you know, meditated for two minutes a day, it was worth way more than 20 minutes on a Saturday. Mm. Uh, If I spend, you know, two minutes with my teenage daughters who are probably about your age, um, it's worth more than a two hour on a, on a Saturday. And, you know, people say, you only spend two minutes with your kids. I'm like, no, I have three teenage daughters, 22, 20, and 17. And I asked if I could spend five minutes a day with them. And they said, I'll give you two. Uh, so <laughs> minimum, sometimes I spend hours. We just went to the, the, the lake and I spent hours with my daughters. But, you know, I, every day I'm with my kids. I'm either Facebook, you know, FaceTime, Zoom, calling, emailing, or talking in person, but every day, and that exponentially grows. So discipline is an aspect of consistent behavior. So by knowing your five daily values, I have number one, my health. I spend a minimum of 30 minutes a day on my, 60 minutes a day on my health, because if I don't take care of myself, I can't take care of other people. Mm -hmm. Then my family, then I study time, I study my calendar. One of the key things that helps me be disciplined is to wake up at four. But the secret of waking up at four is that I have an unwinding routine. My tomorrow starts today. So my tomorrow starts at 9 p.m. Now that doesn't mean that I wake up at 9 p.m. I have an unwinding routine to put my body, mind, and soul in the best position to plateau and grow the next day. So no caffeine, no drugs, no alcohol, no negative conversations, no electronic negativity at at all. At 9 p.m., I am putting my body into the best position to recover, my mind and soul in the best position to receive while I sleep. So, excuse me. God bless you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm always afraid to sneeze or cough during COVID, but uh, <laughs> me <healthy>. too. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, by doing so, it, most people live their life like literally day by day stuck. They, they literally, I had someone text me yesterday. I accidentally group texted them. They went through a diatribe of here's my life. And then it starts over again tomorrow. And it made me so sad yeah. because it's like Camus the stranger. You know, I, I'm, pu- I'm pushing a boulder to the top of the hill every day and it's at the bottom tomorrow. Not me. I plateau and grow. Yeah. I find my higher frequency every morning and I use that as a baseline to expel and propel from, not diminish my capacity of. And so every day exponentially I'm growing because I have a routine, I have discipline based on non-negotiables and these daily practices. And it may seem very anal retentive, very OCD, but look, I also have activity I don't have planned during the day. I have activity 
uh, you know, I get paid for activity. I don't get, I vacation every day, every day. You know, today we're going to take my 55 Ford Thunderbird, you know, about 4 PM today, my wife and I are going to take it. We're going to drive down the beach. We're going to meet friends at 6:30, literally at a resort in Southern California. So fun. We'll probably come home by 8:30. So I have a four and a half hour vacation today. But I vacation and I get to spend time with my wife every day, which is one of my non-negotiables. But, you know, it's more than a date night. It's a vacation. I'm purposefully choosing things that are vacation-esque. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I lived a lot of my life in San Diego and I never vacationed every day. And meanwhile, people were paying thousands and thousands of dollars to come visit my city and I could do, I could walk to the beach every day. I could do, and instead I was sitting in an office living the myth of Sisyphus instead of doing all the things we can do every day. And guess what? It expands and accelerates on itself just like money does. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think that this goes into what you talked about in your book of life value versus financial value. It's important to have that balance. So to, yes, you, you're disciplined and you have certain parts of your day that are cut aside for, work as you should activity and, I get paid for yeah activity you get paid for and activity that you love you love what you do I learned but to love what I do so I think I really want to stress upon this especially when you're young like there's this big thing about oh he's so lucky he loves what he does I will not do something unless I can learn to love it mm -hmm. see I'm under the, the true belief that there is light love and lessons in everything and I determine whether it's worth it to learn to love it. That that's the distinguishment. Some things are natural. You can walk by, you know, if you go to, to a fair and you walk by one of the stands, you're like, oh my God, that looks so good. Mm -hmm. why, why do you love that? You've never tasted it. You know, a fried Snickers bar that seems so good to some people and it seems disgusting to others. <laughs> so it would take more time for some people to learn to love the fried Snickers and other people naturally love it. I do the same thing with activity right? I'm going to learn to love it or I'm going to delegate it or not do it. And you'll be amazed when you get in the habit of finding light, love and lessons, how easy it is to get to do everything you do instead of have to do it. Mm -hmm. And to find love in everything that you do. Yeah, exactly. Find the good in everything, in everything you do. Yeah. In everyone. In yeah. everyone. It doesn't mean if somebody's hard to love, you can let them fall away or you can even fire them from their life if they're bleeding you. I have a great chain of feeding. Someone like you that feeds me, I'll feed her. If somebody doesn't feed me, I'll let them fall away. But if they bleed me, attacking thoughts, conditions, judgments, mm -hmm. they are bleeding me, I'll fire them from my life. It's I not healthy. People. Exactly. It's and not I can healthy. find the love. Yeah. I could try my best and, and people do that. It's not worth my time. So what is the biggest piece of advice after all of the lessons that you've learned that you think is most important for David Meltzer in his 20s, beginning his career? Ask and for, for us. Ask for help. I, I, I'm 53 years old and I have to remind myself all the time that the key to life is that we all are one. We're all connected. We're all here to help one another and have some radical humility and ask for help. You, it's impossible to be good at everything. It's impossible to know everything. I've already paid enough dummy tax and I'm willing to pay it for you, Allie, and all your friends. You don't have to pay the dummy tax. But I, if you just force yourself at your age, I'm going to find someone that sits in the situation that I want to be in, and I'm going to ask them for directions how to get there. You will exponentially accelerate your life into places that you would just 
be amazed. I mean, me being here is proof that you are, you know, not afraid of asking. And that's why I do it. I want to re-encourage and reaffirm people. Ask, ask. You can't ask big enough. You can't ask often enough. You have given me a gift by asking me for help. You have allowed me to feel so positive and good and worthy that you would actually ask me for my advice or my help or my knowledge. You, it, you remind yourself how good it feels to help someone and then mm -hmm. let someone feel that way by asking them for the help. So ask, 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 and I promise your life will be amazing. Well, in your 20s, you can't know everything. And, and it's so hard. Or your 50s, you know less. <laughs> it's so hard. You feel like you should. So for everyone listening, you have a free meeting or um, free training. speech that you do every training that you do every Friday. At, is it 11 a.m. Pacific time? Most of the time. Sometimes it's 6 a.m. Pacific time when I marry it with Clubhouse as well. But I've been doing it for over 20 years in person and online, especially online during COVID. Over 50,000 people register every week. Uh, I do trainings on everything from sales training to mommy issue training, <laughs> worthiness training, to asking training, uh, to no getting no training, uh, anything you can think of. I've done training, ego training. Uh, ego training is important. <laughs> yeah. So please join. And they're all, you know, they're featured. I have one of the top podcasts in the world. It's called yeah. The Playbook. And every Monday, my trainings are on Spotify and iTunes, my most downloaded podcast. So if you want to go back and listen to these trainings, they're all available or show up live on Instagram Live, Clubhouse, or the webinar. Please, if you want my books, my daily practices, you want templates from me, I have templates for almost everything in business, you know, from finders fee templates, mm -hmm. to saying no templates, to uh, getting people to call you back template, david at dmeltzer.com. I am here to be of service and of help. And Ali, I appreciate you because you definitely are one of my 1000s. I'm always looking for a thousand people to empower a thousand people in their lifetime to be happy. And uh, we'll get to over a billion people in our lives. And I just am so grateful to have the opportunity to be on here with you. No, I appreciate you coming on. I truly am. It, it encourages having people like you say yes, encourages people like me to keep going. So thank you. That's, that's empowering 1 billion people to be happy. And I know you are well on your way to meeting that. And everyone listening, I encourage you. His book is Connected to Goodness. That's the book that he's talking about that he'll send to you. Very good. I have been, I, I printed it out because he sent me a, 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 a copy online, but I have just so I'll many I'll send you a signed copy too. They're, they're sold out, so I'm waiting for it to come in to send more, but I will send you and pay for shipping. Anybody that wants a signed copy, no problem as well. I promise you, you won't regret it. You'll sit there, you'll highlight so many things and you'll, you'll just keep going back to it because there are things that connect to you and you're like, I know that about my life. Now I need to apply it to my life. So I appreciate you so much for taking the time to come on today. It really means a lot. And everyone listening, reach out to him. Um, he also, you do um, coaching, right? Yeah. So I have free so. coaching, free training, private coaching groups that are very inexpensive uh, that we meet once a week. So you can have one-on-one -on -one access to me. Uh, so just reach out, david at dmeltzer.com. And Ali, please reach back out to me. Let's do more stuff together. Yes, I definitely, I'm going to be there on Friday for... Um, the, the training. And I'm definitely going to be reaching out to you about coaching. Awesome. I look forward to it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Bye. 
For anyone listening that wants to learn more about David, you can find his social media, a link to a video about his mission, and a link to his weekly trainings in the bio of this episode. Thank you again to David for joining. I definitely feel more empowered to go out and live my life in a way that empowers others to be happy after speaking with him and hearing his story, and I hope you guys feel the same way. 